0: Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. I have the honor of welcoming our speaker today and as he gets ready, um I was gonna ask everybody to quickly stand while we do this. You know, Evangelist Freddie, there's, a, there's really a big anointing on somebody that's a va- evangelist, because every time they go out, they have to start that ministry from fresh. They're doing the number one calling of what God has called each one of us. So take a moment this morning, be expectant. He's a very, very anointed man. So be expectant this morning. Amen, Amen. <laughs> I'm got it right uh, you're fine yeah Daniel, you'll on air so please be seated i, I want to take a moment in the absence to thank mom and dad for trusting me with their pulpit but more importantly trusting me with their flock um and it's a huge thing and I'm honored and privileged to be here. Man, if I tell you how God has just used Kenny and everybody who shared here today to lead further into the sermon, it's, we, we're in for a special time. We're in for an amazing time. Um, God has a plan, and God has a message for you. And the message is... It's business unusual on the front line. Um, And we're going to use, we're going to turn to John chapter 9 from verse 1, and we're going to go through to verse 11. And while he was passing by, he noticed a man who had been blind from birth. And I, I struggled because I could preach a whole sermon just from that. Um, but what, what, is, what struck me is that Jesus was present. And Jesus is present here today. Amen. And where He's present, He notices. And He noticed the man who was blind. And today I want to tell you that as you sit here, Jesus has noticed your pain. Jesus has noticed your suffering. He has noticed your struggle. He has noticed your oppression. And when Jesus notices your, your pain, He sets you free from pain. But being on the front line, and we know the prophecy that there is for front line and the role that we play as frontliners out in the world. There's, there's three things that just brought an impact and has challenged me as I've been preparing for today. And the first is that it says that Jesus noticed a man. And then in verse 2, which we'll get to just now, it says that disciples see a man who is cursed. And Further on in the passage in verse 8, the community saw a blind beggar. And as we go into the world as the front line of, of Jesus, is our challenge is to see the person and not the circumstance. As we go into spiritual warfare, we need to set our sights differently than the world. Because Jesus saw the man. He didn't see the disability. When Jesus died, was on the cross, he didn't see a thief. He saw a life that needed to be saved. Yeah. And this, is, this has rattled my cage, man. This has challenged me daily. And unfortunately, I've been dealing with this for long. Because if we call the homeless man homeless, We have nothing to offer him. But if we put Jesus into the homeless man, he has hope. If we didn't see the beggar at the robot, but we fed somebody who was hungry, would it make a difference? If we set our sights differently, and we chose not to see the, the circumstance of the person, but the person in the circumstance? Would we be able to minister differently? If we got up each day and we said, Today the glory of God will be revealed wherever I go, would our calendars look different? Would our diary look different? Would we have time to speak to the person at the robot? Would we be able to reach out to the homeless? And so that's the first thing that Jesus did as he arrives in a new place. He notices the person. And then in verse 2, his disciples asked him, Rabbi, teacher, who sent this man or his parents that he would be born blind? Amen. Jesus is about... To do his first miracle. And that's in the lives of his disciples. He's about to tell them. Because he says to them, nobody. This this is how God's glory can be revealed. How often our religiousness, our culture, everything stops us from seeing the person. And the other disciples are saying, if there's a justifiable cause and effect, I don't have to get involved because it's bigger than me. And so as we look at the beggar and as we look at the homeless person, we find the cause for their circumstances because then I don't have to participate. Because it was their own doing. And today Jesus is saying to us, if you want to be on the front line, you need to change the way you see people. It is easy to preach in church. It is easy to preach to your friends. It is not so easy when the circumstances are hopeless. But Jesus is the hope of the world. And they won't know it if we don't tell them. And so Jesus spends time opening the spiritual eyes of his disciples. These are the guys who walk with him, who live with him, who talk with him daily, need to be educated every day. And so my prayer for you and my request is that every day you ask God to open my spiritual eyes to the needs of the people around me. But then in verse 3, we see that Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed and illustrated in him. You see, we look for a cause and effect scenario where we can decide whether we can participate or not. But Jesus adopts a solutionist approach to this person. All things are possible for Christ. For those who believe, all things are possible. And so no matter what the cause, no matter what the effect, God's glory can and will be revealed in all things. And then he goes on to verse 4 and he says, We, we must work the works of him who sent me. Did you get that? He says, we, he says to his disciples, we must work the work of him who sent me. It is day, night is coming when no one can work. If we... I'm not doing the work of Christ. Judgment day is coming. And people are not going to be saved. We're going to choose and be selective as to who we can minister to. And people are going to be lost. Folks, we need to become urgent about doing the works of Him who sent Jesus. Because He has appointed us as His ambassadors. He's appointed us to do the work, and He's authorized us to do the work that He's called us to. And He's empowered us through the Holy Spirit to do the work. So He's equipped you already. All you need to do is take the step of faith. Night is coming. Night is coming. Are you prepared to let those people in your circle of influence who you haven't spoken to, encounter the darkness and not live in the light? we are in a situation currently where there's a disease that has a spirit behind it. And it takes people of Christ to rise up and to rebuke it. Are you allowed COVID to affect your family without standing up against it? And then in verse 5, he says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world, giving guidance through my word and through my works. In all circumstances, Jesus is the light. But it doesn't help that we just preach to people. It doesn't help to say to people, Jesus loves you. And move on. Okay, because the people follow Jesus because of the works that he did. If every one of us did our bit and we're performing the works that Christ has called us to do, this church would be overfull. All churches would be overfull. The crowds were drawn to who Jesus was and the works that He did. And then He could teach them. We want to do it the other way around. And Christ is saying to us today, that needs to change. And then in verse 6, oh man, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. When he had said said that, he spat on the ground and made mud with his saliva. And he spread the mud like an ointment on the man's eyes. Oh, how often we've read that that passage. And however, we've just looked past it. Of all the ways that Jesus healed people. This certainly was not business as usual. Okay, we know that Jesus spoke. Jesus spoke spoke to people most of the time and they were healed. Or He touched them and they were healed. But yeah, there's something special brewing. There's something special brewing because Jesus decides to take saliva and make mud and to put mud in the man's eyes. And... Jesus has something special in store for us today. As we go through this, I, I want you to, to hear what Jesus has in store for this man. You see, being born blind was considered a curse. And in Deuteronomy verse 28, or chapter 28, verses 28 and 9, it says, The Lord will inflict you with madness, blindness, and confusion of the mind. At murder, you will grope about like a blind man in the dark. You'll be unsuccessful in everything that you do. Day after day, you'll be oppressed and robbed with no one to rescue you. So these disciples got the, 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 the fact that this man was born blind and is cursed from the scriptures. But if your life sounds like this passage in Deuteronomy, where nothing is coming to falling into place for you, where you work every day and it feels like you're still being robbed. When you're groping around in the dark and there's no hope and a light for you. Jesus has a message for you today. Because at the end of that, Passion says, With no one to rescue you, Jesus changed that when He died on the cross. Your salvation, your rescue came with Him when He walked out the grave. You see, since this man was born, he was considered a curse. And... Not being sure how this happened, the people would curse his mother as well. They'd consider her to be the cause of his curse. And it was customary in those days that if somebody was considered cursed, you could spit at them. So they'd walk past and they'd rebuke the devil and they'd spit. And as he got older, if they, because he wasn't allowed to go into church, he was ostracized from community, him and his mother... As he got into the wrong place, they would kind of kick dust into his face and say, And they treated him like a dog. And this is how he lived his whole life. And Their, their, their religiousness, their culture oppressed this man to the point where he had no hope. There was no future for this guy apart to sit and beg and wait for handouts. And he was never allowed into a church. In his entire life, he was not because he would be bringing a, a curse into the church. And right here, he's about to be touched by the Son of God. Where the religious people tried to keep him out, Jesus went to meet him. But you see, Jesus knew that seeing alone would not set him free. So he used the very things that has been used To harm him. Saliva and dirt. To set him free. The things that were used to enslave him and to oppress him, Jesus used to set him free. And today I want to tell you that those things that have harmed you, those things that have oppressed you, those things that have set you captive, Jesus is going to use today to set you free. You see, Jesus chooses to heal him from the inside out. So he touches him first. He puts mud in his eyes and then sends him. Jesus yet to set you free from your hurt. He has seen your hurt. He has seen your pain. He has seen the scars of your past. He has seen those things which hold you back. Maybe you've been too fat or too thin. Maybe you've been too black or too white in the past. Maybe you haven't been clever enough or too, you're too dumb or you're too clever or what, whatever the case is. We have all have those things which hold us back. Yeah. I have a very vivid recollection of a math teacher in standard eight, grade 10, um, who said to me, at least you can ride a bicycle because you can at least go and deliver post for the post office because you can't do maths. <laughs> We all have those moments, and the fact that I can remember it now some 30odd years later, 40 years later, it clearly had an impact on my life. We've all had words spoken of us that have impacted our lives. And yeah, Jesus comes and he says, "I have seen you." I see the person who has been scarred. I see the person who hasn't reached their potential. I see the person hasn't achieved because somebody else has held them back. That which the world has intended to hurt you, that will be used to reveal His glory. That which the devil has intended for harm. But that, more importantly, that which truly, that kept you from truly following Jesus, He wants to touch you now. I know many people who have been hurt by church. I have known many people who have been hurt by religious zealots who have preached to them about their sinfulness but never offered them the Savior. People who have been judged without being offered the blood of Jesus. And so when they hear the name of Jesus, they put up a barrier. They put up a barrier. And they say, So far, God, so, so much of you, no more, because I'm not prepared to be hurt again. And Jesus is to yet to say to you, I want to break down the barrier. I want to give you a touch of Jesus. I want to give you an encounter with me that is not harmful, that is not hurtful, but is yet to prosper you and to give you life in all its fullness. Those things that have caused destructions of relationships. He's here to restore broken relationships today. Between parents and children, husbands and wives, siblings and friendships. Because you see, as this blind man moved through life, and as he became more independent, his parents would abandon him because his mother was tired of being cursed because of who he was. His mother was tired of carrying the blame for what he, for what he was living through. So the relationship between mother and child had deteriorated. And if you read further into the passage, which we're not gonna to get to, when they get interrogated about him seeing, they say, ask him, he's a grown man, we know nothing about this, because they were afraid of the religious leaders. But Jesus yeah to restore relationships. Jesus is here to break what has gone wrong. have like to fix what is broken. And so, in verse 7, he says to go wash in the pool of Sil- Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went away and washed and came back seeing. Jesus set him free from the inside out. Amen. And when you have a touch of Jesus, then appropriating your healing is easy. Once Jesus touched you, going where he sends you is easy. Yeah. But can you imagine when that man heard Jesus clear his throat to put the saliva in his mouth? The barrier that flew because he'd been spat on so often. He didn't know if this was just another one of those. Can you imagine what went through his, moment, his, his life at that moment? Yeah. But it was the touch. It was the touch. It was the touch that was different. Because everybody else cursed him. Everybody else pushed him away. Jesus touched him with a love so unique, so real, that he had no choice but to go and wash. Because he had to come and see Who this Jesus was. And today Jesus wants to touch you. In a way that you can't believe. That you can't fathom. And then in verses 8 to 11. So the neighbors and those who used to know him as a beggar said. Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said it is. It is he. Still others said no, but it looks like him. Today, Jesus is going to touch you in such a way that the person that leaves you is going to create confusion in the people that know them. When you walk into your office on Monday, when you walk into your family this afternoon, that's going to create confusion is is that the same person that we know? Is that the person we are used to? And then he said, but he kept saying, I am the man. I am the man. So they said to him, how were your eyes open? He replied, the man called Jesus made mud and smeared it on my my eyes and told me go. So I went and washed. But he's saying, I am the man that Jesus touched. Not the man that you say I am. I'm not that man. I'm this man. I am the man. You are the person that Jesus touches today. You are the person that has been set free today. You are not that man. You're not the person who has that evil spoken over them. Notice how this man's gone from the scorn of the town to the talk of the town. Amen, Amen man. There's, there's promotion and acceleration right there. Yeah. Jesus is going to turn him from a beggar to, to the talk of the town. But he's set him free, so he doesn't have to beg anymore, but he can be productive. And he, he sends him off to the temple. The, the religious leaders want to see him and find out about Jesus. And he was where did Jesus send him to go wash? In the, 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 the bath of Siloam, which is being sent. When he touched him, he sent him. And his obedience sent, sent him to where he has to be. Today, Jesus is going to send you into new places. Places of ministry. Places of hope. Places of destruction to bring healing. I am the man. I'm the person that God has touched. Thank you, Jesus. The first time he gets to speak in this whole story is to declare that I'm the person that Jesus touched. The first time he gets to speak, he speaks with confidence and authority about the Jesus Who healed him? And today Jesus is here. To come and instill into you. A confidence and authority that you didn't have. To set you free. From the brokenness of the past. To give you new hope. New opportunity. New prospects. Because this man has gone from begging. To having a purpose. And a Christ given identity. So Jesus is here to set us free folks. Jesus is waiting. He's waiting now to touch you. Jesus is waiting here to touch you today. If you want to be touched by Jesus, I'm inviting you to come forward. I'd like to pray with you. Every word that's been spoken against you will be removed today. Every curse that's spoken over you today will be removed. Every doubt that has been cast in your mind will be removed. And in the process of setting you free, Jesus is looking to heal you. Many of those... Illnesses we don't shake off, we can't get rid of, is because of the effects of the curse and the harm that's been spoken of us. So Jesus is looking to heal you today. Jesus is looking to set you free today. And we would just love to pray with you today. We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.